amazing how quiet it gets when you get up here and stand still. Um, one of the challenges in, in preparing a lesson is trying to make sure that the words you say make sense to everybody. So my goal tonight is to talk a little bit about Peter and uh, hope it all makes sense to, to everyone. Um, Peter, Peter might be one of the more relatable men that we read about in the Bible. Peter was human. There is no doubt about that. He made some mistakes, as we all do, but we can definitely learn some lessons from him and also his mistakes. Peter was one of the 12 apostles. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 2, he is the first one named. And I can't help but think that there is some significance to him being listed first. We know that Peter spent quite a bit of time with Jesus, and he was able to witness many great things. Peter was passionate. In Acts, uh, we read that Peter preached to the crowd on the day of Pentecost. And when the question was asked, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter answered, repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for their mission of sins. We're going to reference quite a bit of scripture tonight, and I'm, and I'm going to do a lot of reading. And uh, so if you want to follow along, uh, please do. Matthew chapter 16, starting at verse 13. And when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him and said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the, of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Peter gave the right answer. He was a very important man, but like I said, he did make some mistakes. Turn with me, if you want to, to Matthew chapter 14. We're going to read verses 22 through 33. Here, Jesus walks on the water, and, and Peter tries to. Verse 22, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went upon the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost, and they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. 
And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and called him and said, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Those that who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So here, what can we learn from Peter? Peter saw Jesus walking on the water, and Peter knew that he would be able to do the same if Jesus would only command it. The man had great faith. He really did. But his mistake was he took his eyes off Jesus. He lost focus and became too worried about the storm around him. You might say he just got scared. We must always remain faithful. Remaining faithful, we must always keep our focus on Christ. Folks, if we lose focus, it can be dangerous. It can be a slippery slope that can be way too hard to regain your footing. We must not let the stresses of life interfere with our Christian life. Things can get hectic with family and with our jobs, but we must never use that as an excuse to miss services. Don't use it as an excuse to neglect your daily prayer don't use it as an excuse to not study the Bible work to maintain your focus always keep your eyes on Jesus John chapter 13 verses 1 through 17 Peter is going to get his feet washed Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil, having already put in the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments. He took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel which, with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you, going, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash your feet, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him, therefore he said, you are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments and sat down again, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord. And you say, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. What can we learn from Peter here? 
To teach a lesson, Jesus takes on the role of a servant. Washing the guest's feet was a job for a servant and not an important servant. Washing feet was a menial task that took very little skill. Peter knew this, and he was not about to let Jesus stoop to such a low level and wash his feet. However, Jesus tells him, let me wash your feet or you have no part of me. And at this point, Peter says, then just give me a bath. Wash me head to toe. Jesus tries to tell him that he's missing the point. We must listen to Jesus. We must follow his example. He is still our teacher today. But the purpose of this act by Jesus was to teach those present at that time and us today. It was to teach them and us humility. We must strive to be humble and we must strive to serve others. In the book of Luke, chapter 22, we'll start reading in verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you, both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster, rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you know me. Jesus has just told Peter what, what is going to happen. Peter disagreed strongly to the point he said, I am with you to the end, to prison and to death. On to verse 54. Having arrested him, they led him and brought him to the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. Now when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them, and a certain servant girl, certain servant girl, seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently at him and said, This man was also with him. But he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. After a little while, another saw and said, You also are of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then after about an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are saying. Immediately while he was speaking, the rooster crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter went out and wept bitterly. What can we learn from Peter here? I have no doubt that Peter meant it when he said in verse 33, Lord, I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death. But it's clear something in his heart changed that night. Maybe when it got real, Peter became scared. Fear or pressure can cause one to become weak and lose focus. We might say that we would never deny God, and we really might not do it in a verbal manner by just saying, I don't believe in God. 
But what about our actions or the things we might say around certain people or maybe in a particular setting, something could be said or done that would be of a sinful nature. Unfortunately, it is probably too common that a Christian might be under pressure from others and this Christian may act in a way that they know is wrong, but they're gonna do it anyway, thinking it might take some of the pressure off of them and their beliefs so that they can blend in with the crowd and, and avoid any chance of standing out due to being a Christian. But the part that kind of really stands out to me is in verse 61, but I'm going to start back at verse 60. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you're saying. Immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And in verse 61 it says, And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Jesus could see Peter. He was within eyesight. And Peter knew it. And that's when Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. As parents, have you ever warned your child or given them some instructions not to do something, knowing they were likely to do it? And when they failed to heed your warning or disobeyed the instructions, were you where you could see them? What happened when they realized that you were watching? Yes, that is a small-scale example when compared to Peter denying Jesus Christ, but you do see the point. Peter just denied Jesus for the third time, just like Jesus told him he would do. Do not deny the Father. Do not turn your back on God. He will not turn his back on you. John chapter 6 67 and 68. To whom shall we go? <clears throat> Here Jesus is teaching to the multitude in Capernaum. He is speaking, he is speaking to them, explaining to the people who he is. Jesus tells him in verse 35 that he is the bread of life. In verse 38, he says, I have come down from heaven. Verse 47, believe and you will have everlasting life. And again, in verse 48, he says, I am the bread of life. In verse 66, we read, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. But in verse 67, then Jesus said to the 12, do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Peter made no mistake here, but what can we learn? Peter had the right answer here, just as he did in Matthew 16, 16, when he said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Peter believed Jesus. Peter believed every word that Jesus spoke was true. And he knew if he was going to make it to heaven that there was no other way but through Jesus Christ. This stands true for you and me today. We can learn a lot from Peter, not just from his mistakes, but also from the passion and eagerness he had to teach others about Jesus.
In the book of John, starting in verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. To know Jesus is to know God. To know God is to know Christ. To love him is to obey him. John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Do you love him? Have you obeyed? Have you been baptized? If you have been baptized, is there a chance that you might have slipped and have fallen away? Are you sinking because you took your eyes off Christ to worry about the storm around you? Have you said or done something to deny him? Do you need, some, do you need us to go to God on your behalf due to sin in your life? If you just need your Christian family to pray for you, for help, for strength, this is a great time to make it known. Come now as we stand and sing.